Every picture, pictures ain't my thing, but I could put a story in your head and open up your eyes. So listen close, this one is for my brothers, sisters, cousins, all humans alike. Let's take a second to remind ourselves to keep you humble. And if my brother should fall, our sisters have a stumble. Pick you back up, life's a my speed. Okay, so we're back with the Jewy Take. I'm Steve. I'm Adam. And with us tonight is Marie Huber. First time ever. Hello. So excited. We have been efforting. Beyond excited. We have been efforting to get Marie on basically from the beginning. Yeah. We're, we're really excited that she's here. It's been a battle to try to link up the schedules, but we've worked it out. Fashionably late. There you go. There you go. I like the way it sounds. And just so everybody knows, she was previously known as Marie Juby. It's true. She was Still. a Juby. Still, she is I'm job. still a Jubie. I love that. I love that. <laughs> okay, so what we want to talk about tonight is small business. And Marie is involved in her own small business from home. Uh, it's kind of an internet business. And so we want to talk about, you know, just basically what, what is entailed with that and how has the social media and the web allowed people to, to get into business and they don't need a store. You know, and you don't need to to find a retailer. I think a lot of small businesses these days are internet businesses. Yeah, and there's, I mean, there's not a lot of just small shops out there anymore. It just makes sense to have your inventory in your house, and just you know worry about shipping it off to people from there. Well, it certainly is less overhead, cost effective. Absolutely, keeping the cost down is a huge part of it. So, Marie, tell us about your business. My business evolved from. Um, kind of getting in touch with my creative side. Um, it's important. Growing up, I was always strong in math and interested in science and, and had a mind that that wasn't supported, um, you know, through creative outlet very much, mostly through my own eyes. So yeah. getting in touch with that was something that I, um, I cherish my time doing that. I had a lot of um, free time to, to be able to explore. And after having made a lot of, um, gifts for family and friends, Christmas time, all the ornaments and everything that you'd given over the years for sure. Right. It made sense to open up an Etsy shop. And like you said, it's, it's a huge community. There's a lot of people that have Etsy shops and, um, run online websites or whatever their platform is. And, it evolved into into a small business. So what's the name? It is Steel Blue Muse. And I came up with Steel Blue Muse as my Instagram handle. Okay. Is there um, a originally. story uh, behind that? Or is that just My eyes are again? steel blue. Okay. And I wanted to come up with something that went along with it that matched the magical, you know, inspiration that I found um, in taking pictures. That's another one of my passions is photography. Which you're great so, at, I might add. So what is, what is your product? I make handmade dreams. There you and go. they um, range from dream catchers you can put in your car to large 20-inch dream catchers. Hula hoop size. Right. And I also uh, make journals, handmade journals. I love books. And so making a dream journal was just kind of 
second nature, kind of have to. Now that's where people obviously wake up and then they just write down what it is they just had a dream about because, yeah. That was my first intention and it's kind of morphed into more than that. I have people, I have a fellow Etsy maker that makes soap and handmade lotions and things and, and she purchased one of my handmade journals to use to write down her recipes. Okay. Just kind of whatever people want to use it for. Whatever you want to use it for. And and the the dream journal aspect, you're right, is waking up in the morning and writing down. And, and it's actually something I researched that you're able to remember your dreams more. So if you kind of suffer from, you know, dream drought. Yeah. Then if you write down before you go to sleep, hey, I'd really like to remember my dream tonight. And then when you wake up in the morning, you write down, even if it's just the color red. Right. Or how you're feeling, then over time, and I've had personal experience with this, you start to remember details of your dreams. Wow. Okay. I didn't know. That's neat. And so it's it's a positive to deal with your dreams. And I think it's also therapy if you if you have bad dreams. Yeah. You're, you're able to to write them down and kind of confront them. Setting that intention before you go to sleep and analyzing when you wake up is is a huge aspect of overcoming something along those lines. So just kind of continuing on with a theme, I guess I really don't know too much about dreams thinking about it. I didn't really think that that was going to be something that really came up, but when it comes to dreams, do you feel like it's something that really kind of speaks to your life and what is happening or is it random? I think more than anything, I love dream catchers. And that's basically where it started and it's turned into much more than that. I mean, I've, I've had research books and I, I have some that I use regularly. Um, one of which is dream ways of the Iroquois and it is, um, a book about active dreaming, something Mm. that I didn't know anything about. And the concept is basically melding meditation type experience with dreams wow meeting up in the dream world and there's that's intense it is it really is so i mean i've I've meditated before and then sat there and just try to clear your mind and have a singular thought of just the moment um what's happening and, and and clearing everything else out of there but to take it to a whole new level is to be in a dream world while you're there and it's intentional it's intentional that would be pretty crazy well connecting with the subconscious which is you know kind of a a desire of a lot of people of you know understanding tapping into the different parts of your brain the different things that that affect you that you're not necessarily conscious of all the time you know when you wake up and you find yourself you're on your way to work and you're you know you're kind of pissed off and you know why what what happened and it could be that, you know, a dream or, or something that happened in your sleep that you're not necessarily aware of because you're not tied into that. You're not thinking about that. You're just in a bad mood. You know, is it that the coffee wasn't good or, you know, do I hate my job? What exactly happened? So that's, that's really interesting. Do you feel that the dream catchers help with those moments or help with well, how does that improve i guess i mean does it help us sleeping does it help your waking i truly believe that dream catchers the the legend of dream catchers is your dreams funnel through the dream catcher 
and the hole left in the center is where they enter. And as they go through the web, bad dreams are confused and get caught in the web. Okay. Good dreams go through the tail and are allowed to the dreamer. Got you. So, you know, children that have night terrors and um, bad dreams that are recurring bad dreams. And I've had many customers come back and talk about the effects of the dream catchers in their own lives. Um, how I implement more, like you're talking about a, a bad mood or something that you personally need to work on um, in your own life, I use a lot of crystals and I use them in my own life and with my kids. And if you need calming crystals or if you want to remember your dreams, there's crystals that you can use for that or just enhancement. Yeah. If you remember your dreams already and you want you want just more of it, you can use like a clear crystal. Nice. Clear quartz crystal. <laughs> Tongue tie. Yeah. Say that five times fast. Right. <laughs> no, you do it. I, there's no way I could say it once right <laughs> yeah, now. I, know. I don't think so. <laughs> well, you know, and, and this is, is the mystical part of life that either you believe in or you don't. And there are cynical people that say that, that these things don't have any effect. There are aspects of being spiritual, and I separate spiritual from religious in my mind, and believing in things that you can't necessarily touch. Now, they have commonalities, you know, because religion is about that as well. It's believing in things that... Having a faith. Having faith, exactly. Spiritual is kind of along the same lines, but it's different. And, you know, if you believe that a crystal is, is helping you with your thoughts, then it is. Absolutely. The placebo effect. I am 100% oh, it's a real in thing. support of placebo effect. That's totally a real thing. And crystals have energies and it's how you interact with those. And that's what the placebo effect is. Not necessarily that there's nothing there, but your belief. Right, exactly. And I mean, it, even down to, I mean, honestly, the place, I'm just dragging on how much I love the placebo effect. You know, I've actually heard of people that have smoked oregano thinking Mm -hmm. that it was weed and totally came back like to the person who sold it to him like man that stuff was awesome what where did you get it well here's another episode we can't get past without talking about weed (laughs) we're gonna have to do a weed episode at some point this is a take i need to be invited to that episode you know we've got a lot of people you know i think the only they're waiting for this the only the only (laughs) person waiting list (laughs) the only person that doesn't belong in that podcast is me yeah which is going to be the best part about it right thank you i always love that support Uh uh-huh but one of the things that i've noticed i have a dream catcher and a road rage catcher that you were so wonderful to give me. And it's interesting, I, as I learn more from you about dream catchers and crystals and that aspect of things, I find myself kind of excited for a full moon where I can bring my dream catcher out and hang it outside because that's how you cleanse it. There is a, a huge piece of dream catchers and crystals that go hand in hand. And it definitely has to do with the full moon, and it also has to do with the sun. Um, the Dreamcatcher legend, the end of the Dreamcatcher legend, is kind of a maintenance aspect where you hang your Dreamcatcher where it hits the morning sun so that it clears out any of those confused bad dreams. And when you have crystals and, and other pieces of your Dreamcatcher that 
work for you that absorb any kind of energy that you have or any bad dreams that you have the way that you generally cleanse them and there's a lot of ways to do it but in a dream catcher form the easiest way is to hang it out in the moonlight and and that is the clearing out any energy from this from the crystals and and on your road rage catcher you have shells which yes the beach is a huge part of of you and you know you've shared that with us and and so yours has has shells on it which can also shells and driftwood and also it has a little vial of barbados sand yes it does man you know that it was stuff like that that really impressed me when you first started making the dream catchers is just like the creativity, but just the, the care and the heart, you know, that really went into each piece, whether it be a small little, you know, car, you know, road rage dream catcher to one of the more extensive, you know, ones that, you know, I think you made one, I think last year or the year before for each one of the family members, one of the larger ones, you know, just each one, just had its own unique character to the to the person and i think that that's really i think daddy kind of tested to it earlier uh was that each piece is so unique and you put so much into it that that's kind of the selling point and that's what's awesome about it and i just want to reiterate that even the testament to the the barbados sand mm-hmm. in you know his road it's all about the details awesome. it's all about the details yeah yeah and I'm sure that it being personalized to each person too really helps with the flow of the energy, you know, and everything going through it. And there's a balance with that when you have a small business because it's not feasible to get a customer online and be able to make something that is totally them. Right. With all the pieces and details that you're talking about, that being, you know, your sister that I can put Barbados sand from our trip from 2005 right, that we were totally there for and <laughs> right and it adds it adds that element to it and that's one of my favorite favorite things and and going back to how this all started is making making them for family and friends and being able to make them so personal yeah well you know and that's that's what's fun about it and, and I will say the road rage catcher itself works because for me if there is something that pisses me off, eventually it will catch my eye. And everybody drives around and everybody has this situation where where somebody has done something and you get angry. You know, somebody cuts you off or somebody does something stupid. Road rage is real. Oh, it definitely is. And everybody out there has experienced it. And what the road rage catcher does, which it hangs from the mirror, and mine is is it's not circular. It has a piece of driftwood and and then there's a a beach stone hanging on one side and a shell on the other and two feathers that spin around and, and the wind catches. And in the center is a little vial of Barbados sand. And it doesn't take me long to think more about that than it does about the idiot that I should let go anyway. Mm-hmm. There's no reason to, to chase him down, uh, which is always the inclination, you know, okay, you, I have to go and do something. I have to get your attention, but that's really cool. And, uh, I've never had that before, but now it really is functional. Mm-hmm. I have lots of different models and some of them even incorporate essential oils, which is another something I've incorporated with my family and with my kids. We have a diffuser in our kitchen and I purchased some blends, some that are- Where did you get that diffuser? I got that diffuser from uh, an amazing loved one that 
had it shipped directly to my house. So it was a gift. It was a gift. It sounds very thoughtful. <laughs> very much so. Okay. You know, the next thing is I want to ask you is interaction that you have online because, you know, certainly you're looking for customers, but also I've noticed because I follow uh, you on, on Instagram uh, where you, you know, you, you post photos of your different items and, you know, and they talk about each one uh, and kind of what you were thinking when you were creating it, but also the interaction you have with other people. You mentioned it a little while ago. Um, other people that, that have small businesses that are online. What is that like? I mean, it just is, you know, it's, it's, it seems to be kind of a supportive thing that, from what I can see. It's amazingly supportive. There are small businesses that range from very intense, um, have studios and an overhead that, you know, we talked about being online. It's a, a benefit that you're just shipping from your home. But there are a lot of small businesses that that rent studio space and have kind of scaled up their business a little bit to hobbies, you know, hobbyists that that are not in it for the money and just love what they do. And it's what they do in their free time. Um, And I kind of fit somewhere in the middle. And I've made um, a lot of connections online, mostly over Instagram like I said, photography is one of my passions, and that's that's a wonderful platform for it. The best, almost. It is, <laughs> but I've I've connected with people all over the world, and I think that that's what kind of takes the online aspect to a new level for small businesses. Where in the past it's been um, local, which is a huge part of you know farmers market. I've done farmers markets and some things as well, some craft shows. Um, But to be able to collaborate with a woman in the Netherlands and sell my, you know, most prestigious piece that I've made to date online to a very appreciative customer is an amazing experience and something I would not have had without that kind of connection. It's really cool. You know, it, it was something that I have a little bit of experience just kind of being around small businesses growing up. Um, in a household where there was a couple, you know, one, our mom, you know, had trading stories and I actually was involved with that for quite a while. Um, you know, creating web pages and helping her with shipping and, and the whole seeing really it from, you know, top to bottom to building the page to, from shipping the stuff off and, you know, and, and as well, our stepdad, um, you know, Chuck Agall had uncommonsense.com and, and, you know, more with him than with trading stories. Um, you know, it, it was really cool cause he was so into tracking, you know, uh, you can look and see who's in your website and, and at what time and, and where they're from and how they get there. And, you know, he used to watch them pretty religiously and I used to remember being around them and, you know, all of a sudden there'd be someone from across the world that would be on his website looking and, you know, have 10 things in the shopping cart. And that was just the most exciting thing in the world that we were just like, man, I hope he pushes the buy button. And this is early on. This is, you know, pre-social media. Totally was. Absolutely. I mean, that was, he had all the tricks on the internet on how to get your, because it was all about search engines back there when it came to small businesses online. And it was, if you put in Dreamcatcher, were you going to be the number one search that came up? Because if you were, then you get the sale. 
SEO, almost immediately. SEO is a mystery to so many small business owners these days. And there are some gurus out there that have kind of figured it I out. I think Chuck would be perfect for that, honestly, because he had, I mean, there was like, he would put in perfume or something or lotion and he was top three in on the Google. world. In on, Google. On Google. And it's just like, how did you do that? You know, and he just knows all the little things you put on your page and how you really connect everything so that there's so many hits happening so that it you know links together. And it's but it but it was really cool to see the interaction between, you know, the different kinds of, you know, around the world, really. And there's still the same aspect of that, even in the Etsy world, because you are able to they actually have a map on your stats page where you can see where people are viewing you from. And yeah. how they're getting to your page. And nice. it is. It's a really neat thing to be able to go in and and kind of see behind the scenes what's going on and, and where you're reaching. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's running your business. I mean, it, it would be as if you had, you know, a, an actual store and someone walked through the door. Mm-hmm. And you just get this giddy feeling that, man, I hope they just pick something up and rock right well, to the register. Well, and that's what's fun about Instagram is that's where you start having those conversations, those casual conversations with people. There's lots of other makers that I've become friends with that, you know, we all support each other. And there's even a huge dream catcher community wow. where we all follow each other and we're all supportive of each other because everybody like you guys commented on in the beginning of this podcast that my dream catchers are extremely unique and yeah. you know walking along and finding a piece of driftwood in Newport Oregon I am can guarantee nobody else is going to find that same piece of driftwood <laughs> and be able to make a, a road right. rage catcher with it well and the other thing about your dream catchers being all unique you don't find one that sells and then reproduce it and have 20 of them. No, I don't. So in, in one regard, it's taxing because you have to constantly come up with new ideas. But then it, it makes you unique because everything is unique. It is what, you're th- what you see with the materials. Now, I noticed uh, lately you, you actually dye your own material as well. I have, um, I have wanted to do that for a very long time. And well, yeah, you're from Eugene, and tie dye is in your blood. It is, and I've I have tie dyed. Um, I I've actually been learning the art of indigo and the ancient shibori bindings and and some things. And I'm a novice again. I've had my Etsy shop open for over a year, and all of a sudden, I find myself as a novice again. Mm, that's um, a good thing. I mean, it's just you're learning. You're, growing, you're getting better, right? Um, and it's fun, but it's very tempting to you know, wish myself to be an expert already yeah. and to be able to produce the the images that are in my head. Right. And I will eventually. It it kind of has catapulted my my business into um beyond unique and and given it an element of handmade that I think a lot of people in this day and age of Walmarts and Targets and you know, strip malls um, to be able to have something that was that was hand dyed, and I do a lot of upcycling as yeah. well. People crave that, you know, they want that kind of feeling. It's it's, you know, you're right. I mean, a lot of times, it's you don't have that, and you know, when it comes to any small business, really, it's just what what, what stands out about you. You know, what what's your selling point? The reason that I got into indigo dyeing is um, I actually had a booth at a, a local farmers market. And I had um, quite a few dream catchers hanging along the walls. And 
I had a customer come in and kind of look around and, and I said, well, you know, what are you looking for? And she looked around and she goes, you know, I really like, like blue. I like blue dream catchers. And I, and I looked around my stall and I had zero blue dream catchers and I couldn't believe it. My name was Steel Blue Muse. Well, and blue has always been your favorite my color. My favorite color. Absolutely. And so transitioning from what I thought everybody else wanted and having such a big variety within my own shop to, to make sure that I covered all of my bases, I, I kind of dug a little deeper and, and got to, I'm going to make what I like and I'm going to attract people that, that like what I like. And that's why they're going to come to my shop. I want you to, to know what to expect when you get there rather than it being a, a complete array of I think you have to, you know, to be honest, I think you have to have a little bit of both. I think you have to have an identity. I think you have to have something that people are, are, are striving for that people want, right. And you know, they're, they're looking for you because of that. But at the same time, you have to have something that someone's going to look at and say, well, all right, that's cool. I didn't expect that. Well, yeah, that realization that you're not making things for a prospective customer, right? Because you don't have any idea. What somebody walking by your booth or looking on your website is going to want, you know, do they like orange? Do they like, you know, whatever? Yeah. And you just, you can't, being a small business, you can't just blanket the market. You can't just have a thousand that they can go through. And one of the things that I know about you is passion matters to you. You have to want to do it. This isn't a job to you. You know, this is a small business that allows you to, to open up your creative side. And explore some parts of you, as you mentioned, to begin with, you know, you're being a math nerd and science and, and the structure of those endeavors. And most people that love that don't necessarily have that creative side that they really enjoy, you know, exploring and looking into, you know, mythical, mystical parts of our world. And so it's, it's interesting to me that you're both. You love Microsoft Excel. And so much. And just the excitement on your face. Organization. When, I love it. When you can when you can when you can put this together and, and John Casper, who is a, a avid listener to our podcast and has been on several podcasts, uh, has offered uh, I mentioned to him about our history, which is a different podcast and we talk about homeschooling and I am a history professor, but more on that later. Yeah. When I was telling John about that and I told him about Excel, which is his forte. Is it? Oh, he got all excited and he goes, well, have Marie call me if, if there's anything that she needs, you know, I- I- any questions um, or, or you could just send me a link and I can look at it. And- oh, I love that. I It's <laughs> not very often I find somebody that's kind of, that's more ad- advanced than the me in Excel. Excel. Normally people are, yeah. please teach me. I want to know Excel. No, John, John's the master. So, you know, any, good to know. anything. There you go. So we'll, we'll make that connection. People but, helping people. It's powerful stuff, guys. Absolutely. Keep it that's what the Juby takes all about. Exactly. So that's what we do. <laughs> so having both aspects of that, you know, having that structured part of your life, but then also the whimsical part. And that's what's that's what's fun. That's why I love to talk to you about these things because when you talk about it, you talk about it with passion. Absolutely. I I talk about Excel with as much passion as I talk about crystals. <laughs> They're kind of in the same wheelhouse for me. I've been involved with theater you know, since a very young age. And that was my only artistic outlet. Oh, I remember going to your play in Jefferson Middle School. Yes. Oh, yeah. Did you see So What's the Difference? It was that the play you were in? 
It was the play that I was in where I played a Guatemalan girl. Wait, is that at, the only play you were in? At the University of Oregon. At the University of Oregon. Oh, oh yeah. no, I don't know. I performed oh, yeah. at the University of Oregon and I don't think I saw that. Surrounding middle schools throughout the community. Um, two years later, I, I, I played a Guatemalan girl that did not speak very much English and had people two years later asking, so do you speak Spanish? It was very <laughs> no, Do I look like I, I speak Spanish? I was amazing. <laughs> I speak Guatemalan. Come on. Um, but, but I can't draw a stick figure to save my life and felt that that, that, was, that defined an artist. And so being able to work with textiles and work with crystals and, and find that whimsical, mystical side of myself has been probably the biggest, the biggest benefit that I found from, from exploring a small business. Now, one of the other things that I'm aware of is you have a support team that helps you with the creative part of, of the Dreamcatchers. how do you afford? I feed him um. <laughs> and give him a bed to sleep in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, I, I actually, I couldn't do what I do without Alex. It's, it's true. Um, he is, he is part of my team and his ability to, I hope he appreciates the bed and the food. I'm just just saying, (laughs) I think he does. You you didn't. So I don't know that (laughs) he's 10. That's not really an appreciation thing at at 10. Okay. Um, eventually he will. He will. Yeah. He has this ability to look at my work or any situation he's he's really talented at having a definitive opinion and nine times out of ten he's generally correct so you're saying he's opinionated he's very opinionated (laughs) because i've been called opinionated (laughs) i wonder where he gets it yeah Yeah. it's hard to say yeah he, he he goes um and will tweak even just the smallest tweak and and it makes all the difference so that's awesome yeah, that's attention really cool. to detail is is honestly really telling as well. You know, that's something that's you know not everyone has, and something that uh, he can. I'm use very, later on, I'm, I'm very sure. indecisive. So yeah. when when I get to a decision of should I use this centerpiece or, or I wonder this where string, we got that from. <laughs> yeah. The the other the other side of that is I'm not touching he, that by the way. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't. <laughs> he knows. Moving on. Yeah. He knows. He knows for sure which which it should be. Yeah. No, for sure this one, Mom. Yeah. And I make it in, that's that nine times out of ten. Now, I've also seen that that uh, Maxton has chimed in with some color comments. And is he not okay with the indigo? Max has, he, his favorite color is blue. Okay. So he loves the indigo. He's all about it. Um, I recently made, I've, I've found a few styles that I, I do want to get a little bit more consistent with the products that I'm making and that expectation of what you find in my shop, but still keeping it unique and, and one of a kind. So I made a um, a new Indigo Star Dreamcatcher, and it's the first one that Max has claimed for his room. He's, Mom, this is mine. This is it. I'll get a tack, and we'll go <laughs> put it up in my room now. Wow. Nice. That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. So I, I'm very supported. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and that's what's fun with what you're doing, uh, because we have multiple podcasts scheduled with Marie. Uh, hopefully, it won't take us six months to get her behind the mic I again. I will be back. I hope, so. I hope so. But also, one of the things that goes on at your house is the homeschooling. So that tied with, you know, with, with your home business and the kids being involved in that, 
it just seems really impressive to me that they're so included, you know, you're included in their education, you know, you're creating an environment where they can learn together, but also, you know, them feeling like they're a part of your small business and, you know, seeing what you're doing and what you're creating. And they, I was just out there the other day and, and they all have dream catchers in their rooms. Multiple dream catchers in their and rooms. And it's, it's, they're cool. They just really look neat. And that's just fun. I mean, it's, it's just such a family thing. They really enjoy being involved. And, and Alex has gone as far as, you know, mom, what's my cut? I, yeah. I helped you design that. And what's my cut? Yeah. Well, so I've, the mathematical I've cut him in on a couple. See yeah. The, see those sheets over there with that big pillow underneath it? Yeah. You're yeah. hung up on the bed thing, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, He's that's 10. A, yeah. Yeah. Well, I think back of the day, wish you would have thought the way you do now back then. But that anyway, was, that's that was just... up to you to show me the way. <laughs> okay. All right. So it's on me. All right. I can take that. So where do you see yourself going with, with the dream catcher, with the business, with steel blue muse? I like that question because I'm, I'm kind of finding myself at a crossroads, um, where I have taken on learning a whole new art, a whole new trade of dying indigo. And I don't, a new medium. And I don't have the pressures of having my own studio and having to make ends meet. I don't feel at this point in time that I am in any kind of race to grow. a lot of pressure. Exactly. So what my, my immediate goal is, is to kind of find myself in my business and really let myself shine. And it's not something that I'm the most comfortable with. So dying indigo and, and dying um, blue into all of my dream catchers is, is giving a piece of myself, but I'm giving myself room to learn at this point. Um, ultimately, I have done a few um, farmer's markets and, and craft shows and watching somebody walk away with one of my dream catchers, having helped them pick it out, talk to them about the, the crystals that are on it is uh is an amazing experience and the very first dream catcher i sold was to a young girl that stopped by first thing in the morning and the mom told her you know let's go look at everything else this is the first stop let's go check you know and see if there's anything else you want to buy and sure enough right before closing that little girl came back in and she bought that dream catcher and her little sister climbed right on board and bought a little owl dream catcher and and it it was the only two sales I had that day and I'll never forget it it was an amazing experience to just see the the wonder in their eyes and the the excitement to take those home and well that's them. fun you know it, in, in this point it's not the the quantity it's the quality you know somebody that's buying, my ultimate goal somebody is, buying something that goes yeah I can give this to Judy you know and walks out and doesn't really care but the little child that, you know, that sees it and then looks at everything else at the fair and comes back and buys it is pretty awesome. That connection, and like you're talking about with, with Instagram and, and being a hand handmade maker is that connection and, and giving myself to the dream world is, that's my goal. Well, one of the other things I've noticed is some of the comments um, from customers and 
one thing that, that really impresses me is, you know, once you get the sale, that's just the start of the process for you. What's important is to get the dream catcher into that person's hands as seamlessly and as, as expeditiously as possible. And that's not always the case with online sales, with, with online businesses. And that's really important. The, the behind the scenes of an online business looks a lot different than the Instagram feed that you'll see for, for a an, an, uh, small business. There's, you know, mundane things like taxes and shipping and a lot of things. Uh, and, and you'll find that these days the, the online businesses are trying to be as transparent as possible. And, and Instagram is a platform where you can do that. And you have your stories that disappear after 24 hours that don't affect your feed and, and things that people are going to be, you know, truly honest as what it takes to, to run a small business. Cause it's, it's not a little thing. It's not a, you know, you run it as a hobby. You, you still are doing all of that work regardless. Right. But getting, yeah, but getting the, the product to the, to the customer and making sure I, you've told me some stories about making sure that it's delivered and backtracking and keeping in contact with the customer, making sure it's getting there. There's that, that butterflies in your stomach feeling while it's in transit for sure. And I've had one customer, you know, send me a, an innocent little message that says, Hey, they said it was delivered in my mailbox and, and it's not there. What do I do? And, you know, me being that attention to detail kind of panicked a little bit and called everybody I could and, talked to the post office and her manager at her apartment complex and, and called everybody to try and figure it out. And, and at one point I kind of felt, okay, I kind of went overboard on that to, to make sure that this dream catcher made it, you know, but the review that she left was the small business owner went above and beyond. And I didn't know where my dream catcher was for a few days and she did everything humanly possible and and that reinforced that you know this is why I do what I do because you're right getting it into the hands of of the person that picked my dream catcher out of all of the millions of dream catchers out there yeah it's a, there's there's a lot of competition out there there's a lot of people out lot. there trying to do that and trying to make it the easy buck out of their living room and you know it's really that attention to detail and that care that sets you apart from all of the other people now we need to make sure that our listeners she did get it, right? She did get it. The okay. The post office posted that they had delivered it and they had not. So a few days later, it mysteriously showed up in her mailbox. Nice. So, happy ending. Happy there we ending. go. Happy ending. <laughs> Worked out. Now, also, I'm aware that you do some consignment. You have some dream catchers out there in Flagstaff. I do. Um, the, the shop that my dream catchers are in, in Flagstaff, is amazing. And I dropped off uh, a batch of dream catchers and spent over an hour walking around. They, they stock their shop with all handmade small business artists. And it's absolutely beautiful having my, my dream catchers. It's an honor to have my dream catchers hanging in their, in their shop up there. It's if anything, just a really cool, almost museum of local art and local you know, it is. people that, yeah. And yeah, shout out to Jeff and Lizzie. Jeff and Lizzie. And I watched Lizzie in action and I knew my dream catchers were in good hands when yeah. I left my dream catchers up there because her ability to 
take a customer around her store and know intimately all of her products and read the customer and and tell a backstory. And I and I love that about her shop is that there's little stories of all of the artists around the whole store. She is just a, a sweet person and Jeff's a great guy and they're incredibly talented in their own right. Shout out they to are. Odin. Yeah. Yeah. Big husky. They're husky. So well that's really cool. And you know, I, I really think that, you know, having a small business and having that outlet for you has helped you grow. I've seen it over the past few years and more in touch with that mystical side of you and allowed you to, you know, not only do it, but grow with it and have some great experiences with people, you know, purchasing your stuff and seeing the smile on their face and, and sharing with, you know, with Alex and Max and Sylvie, you know, that this is what, you know, mom does and, and the whole process. So that's really, you know, it's, it's really cool. It is. The experiences that we've all had have been amazing. And the, the craft show I did, Alex came to one and ran around with friends the whole time. And to have his mom selling her art there was was a highlight. And he's multiple times mentioned how much he adores what I do. And I couldn't do it without all of the support of everybody, including you guys. It's well, it's fun for us. You're talking about the Juby Take, right? The, the Juby Take. Well, yeah, the free advertising has made me yeah. famous. You guys have had famous people. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. And we ourselves have become famous. It's you are. Yeah, yeah. Tens of followers. <laughs> that, That's not true. That know, I've heard the numbers. That you guys are, are famous. Yeah, we're working at it. Okay, well, we're going to call this an episode. And uh, already, yeah. All right. Wow. So, Marie, thank you very much, and we will have you back soon. Appreciate it. Maybe thank sooner you than you think. Very soon. And uh, Adam, again, you know, you're just you're rock solid. Always a pleasure. Just keeps us going. You know what? It's just perspectives left, right, and if you want it, there's more perspectives later. We're living in a world of capital of her progression. Shop for spreading love, but on a wealth obsession Money can't help you see the light In the end you can't buy yourself a Porsche when you're dead Well mama said that I don't gotta be part of the world to truly love Pray for a difficult life to live and rise above it This is the time I'm at, so let's be tasted So let's do everything we can before what of today point them out to me so i can come and join their rate we'll walk around this land with open hands looking for change we'll want to understand this progression we have at hand humanity is killing wheat for this we will not stand i say let's progress in good contest 
Make conference then love our best Our onslaught of love will be at an all-time high Crashing like waves on some ponderosa pines Our love that makes no sense We who spend love at no expense We are a force of passion Creating a new faction Taking action, working hard Just for the satisfactions With the abilities to shine so bright That others wanna fight Because our light is in their eyes